and I downloaded Chrome, but then yeah. it, it changed to Microsoft Bing. I don't know why the fuck it did that. It didn't change. You might have just misplaced it. But whenever, whenever I, whenever I click on Google Chrome, Microsoft Bing opens up. What the? F Isn't that fucking <laughs> weird? Like I don't know how to change that. Let me tell you, when you open up Google Chrome, it should open up Google. I know. Well, like it, it, it does. It does, but it's like a Microsoft Bing version of it. What the hell? I don't know what happened. How does that even happen? <laughs> I have no clue. Bing? Bing is still a service? I guess so. I've never used it before. It's my first time. Oh my gosh. Anyways, welcome to the Fourth Liners podcast, where Jacob here has somehow ruined his Google Chrome with Microsoft Bing. It's going to be an interesting episode. <laughs> As uh, there's a there's a certain fan of a certain team who does this podcast with me, who is emotionally distraught and really wants to talk about it. So we're gonna we're gonna talk about the the Toronto Maple Leafs for a good portion of this podcast, and then also we're gonna touch on Shifley looking to murder somebody, particularly Jake Evans, and yeah, some other minor updates from around the league. Uh, so to get this started, uh, Jacob, how long have you been a Leaf fan for? So <laughs> there's been a, there's been a story with my like favorite team and the Leafs and stuff. Well, when I was, when I was young, like ever since like my whole family was cheering for the Leafs, but then I, I got sick of their losing. So I kind of switched to the Penguins, maybe a little bit of bandwagoner on Crosby there. But then I got to like know the whole team and I followed them for a long time. But now they're just my American team and I switched back to the Leafs. And worst decision I ever made. They just disappoint you. They they don't win in the playoffs. They they don't want to see you happy. And Microsoft Bing, my Google Chrome turning into Microsoft Bing isn't the worst thing happening in this world. <laughs> The Toronto so Leafs. Have you, just let have you, you ever seen them win a playoff series in your life? Never in my life. Well, maybe the, <sighs> the last time they won was two thousand four. So I was alive. I was alive. I was alive, <laughs> but I don't really remember it. Oh man! You know, as, as much as I struggle with being a Canucks fan, like at least they have their years. You know what I mean? Like hey, they have their years. I got to see the Canucks make it to the Stanley Cup Finals in twenty ten. I really, I you've very seen, remember you've that. You've seen, you've seen every single Canadian team other the than Leafs. the Montreal Canadiens and the Leafs well, make the, it to the Stanley Hey, Cup no, final. actually that's false because uh, the Montreal Canadiens beat the Toronto Maple Leafs, so I uh, have seen that. <laughs> true. Man. Actually, Winnipeg's never made it to the finals either. Uh, that's true. There was a stretch there where like it was like Calgary, Edmonton, Ottawa all made the finals like three or, three years in a row or like within four years of each other. Yeah, and then Vancouver in 2011, um, that was a, that was kind of like a good stretch there. None of them were able to close it out, but still, still a good, yeah, still a good run there. But Toronto, okay, so coming into the series with Montreal, how were you feeling about about it? Were you confident? I was, see, I was a little nervous because I do think Carey Price is the best goalie in the NHL. Yes, he's had his off years where he's been absolutely dog shit. But 
when he can turn off playoff carry, it's a scary goaltender to play against, and you can get you can't get anything past him, and that was the league's problem. So that was the one guy I was scared of. You think you see the Montreal Canadiens team, you see the Leafs team, you you see how they're both built. I really do see the Leafs being more complete with the star players and the depth and the their defense are a little wonky. And then goaltending, Jack Campbell was outstanding. You can't blame him, but no, no blame at all. No, but you see the two teams, and I going into the series, I thought it was like the easiest team to play out of Winnipeg or them or Edmonton, and. <laughs> That ended up not being the case. And I think um, I, I was very confident, too, when they got a 3-1 series lead over Montreal. I was like, oh, they got this. But they're a little, little spot in my heart or the back of my head knowing maybe they're just going to mess this up. Yeah. I was, was going to uh... swear there, but I, I, didn't want, I didn't want any editing problems for you, Grace. <laughs> you don't have to worry, man. This is... This is unfiltered from you i want you to really unfiltered. express yourself as as good as possible here well i think it's um, great that we we waited a few days to actually make this i mean if imagine if we made this after they actually lost how fuming i would be um i got I had a few days to calm down so i i mean i would still be pretty pretty upset I, are you just in a, a stage of sadness now <laughs> yeah if you saw my video on youtube yeah. <laughs> it was just a little quick yeah. little video of my sadness i needed to express myself i was in my feels because that's what the toronto maple leafs do to you every year but um uh, a fan commented uh <laughs> lyrics to it's a hard knock life and <laughs> you c- i couldn't relate more to that it's True. a hard knock life for us. for us yep tell me about it i'm a non-playoff team fan how do you think i feel <laughs> You know what? I and gotta, then, I gotta even the consider team I that. Bandwagon for even the team I bandwagon for gets eliminated in the first round. Like, Man. what am I to do? Yeah, why are we being sympathetic to me? Like, or sympathetic? Whatever, you know, like we should be doing it to give you. Me, Man. Give me attention. The Vancouver Canucks are better than the Leafs. Well, Can think we about it. Playoffs. I think the Vancouver Canucks got screwed over with COVID, which sucks. But I was being sarcastic, by the way. I don't actually think Vancouver's better than the Leafs, but you know what I mean. Yeah, they're not. They're pretty close, honestly. I Both think. have really good top sixes, man. right? And they kind of yeah. have the same goalie situation, like a little bit. Um, While Demko is coming up, Campbell is kind of like a surprise, like gem. Yeah, you know. A- anyways, anyways, you said that Carey Price um, was a major factor in um, Montreal winning. And I agree that he was, but by no means do I think he was superhuman. I just don't think the Leafs were able to get the kind of high quality chances that they're used to getting in the regular season on price, at least for the last three games. See, this is where I, I like. I think Carey Price was a struggle, um, because he he knew what kind of team he was facing, so maybe he turned it on a little bit. But it's 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 just weird to see star players like Matthews and Marner do barely anything in the playoffs, and you see what kind of season they had. I'm not blaming like Marner. Everyone's going after Marner. I, I know he hasn't scored in any playoff games that he has played, or his last eight playoff games, or whatever it's whatever the numbers are. 
And that's a bad look for a $10 million player. It is, it is. But you got to realize that he, he hasn't had a lot of experience. Like, yes, he's been in the first round, but I, I, I think you can't really go down on a guy that puts that much heart into a game. And I know he does. I think he just gets intimidated in the playoffs. And he's... I, this is where I've heard this. I don't, I don't remember, but they're... They're regular season players, and that's a problem. I don't, I don't, I don't think we can use the experience card on Marner. Like, it's how many times has he made the playoffs now? Three years. I mean, how <laughs> many, how many games does he need to play before he wakes up? And I mean, like, we can tell he's nervous by how many times he's flipped the freaking puck over. Shut up! Oh, you lovely. How phone. many times he's shh, shh? I'm in the thought. All right, all right. This is my staying bad. in. By my bad, bad, my bad. All right. This is staying in. We, we don't cut anything out, what, guys. This is raw. Yeah, we never cut no. anything out. No, not um, at all. No. Even my sister's I, cooking I, last can... time. Well, I kept that. That was funny. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, You can see through his list of penalties he's taken in the playoffs, the amount of times he has flipped the puck over the glass. The guy doesn't want to take a hit. like, And that's alarming to me because, like, Okay, you're a hockey player, first of all, but now you're in playoff hockey where taking hits is very much part part of the game, more so than it is even in the regular season. He doesn't want to take a hit. He gets nervous. Here's footsteps. Oop, flip it over. I mean, that that goal there potentially changed the series, and it's half Sheldon Keefe's fault, too, for challenging that stupid goal because there was no way it was going to be goaltender interference. Everybody knew it. And then Marner on the PK flips the puck over, like that's bad. See, like that is r- really bad. Marner is known for doing that. Eh? Like if you look back at all his penalties in the playoffs, it's yeah. the puck over the glass every time. Oh, oh, like some are like tripping or whatever minor penalties, but he flips it over the glass. Like he he panics and it's like he's still that young he's kid. Nervous. He's nervous. Yeah, man. Like I don't know. Like, anyways, I wanted to just talk about, um, you know, you're watching the series, right? This is to you. You're yeah, watching yep. the series, and, and you're seeing the Leafs up 3-1, and you're feeling good about it. I mean, I thought Montreal was dead in the water. I thought maybe there was a chance, but I was like, eh, Toronto's probably got, Toronto probably has it. But Montreal is slowly starting to climb their way back into the series, and I'm sure your head was getting filled with all sorts of doubt, right? Like, after that Game 5 loss, you probably thought to yourself, we really need to win Game 6, Yeah, I was like, oh, shit, what's going to happen now? I was like, are we screwed? Is this this the beginning of it? Because they always get your hopes up. They always do, and then they find some way to ruin it. Um, Like, watching Game 5... Game plan went to overtime, right? That's when they lost on overtime the first time, or was that game six? Um, was that when Coach Game Six? Did they? No, they didn't go to OT in Game Six. They no. went to OT in Game Five. That's when Cut Kanyemi, Cut Cat Kanyemi, stupid Finland crap. Uh, when he scored in overtime, right? Yeah, yeah. That was Game Five, and then Game. What was the scoreline for Game Game Six? I gotta see this. I, you know what? I try to block it from my mind. It just, it, it's a bad memory. But you, you, you watching the game. It's crazy to see how many shots that that game that we're talking about where Kotkaniemi scored. How many shots the Leafs had, and how much time on attack they had on the Canadians, compared to how the Canadians had it on the Leafs, and they still ended up winning. 
it's crazy because like the Leafs were definitely dominating like like the the control of the play, but like I never really felt like Montreal was too threatened. Like they like Montreal does a really good job of boxing out the Leafs stars. They do. You know, like Matthews Matthews really didn't have very many high quality chances. Hit the post a couple times throughout the series. They were but, on his ass. They were on his ass yeah. the whole series. They were watching him, and then they do this same thing with McDavid against Winnipeg. They watch the star player, which who gets them the most points. And I honestly wins hockey games. Yep. Dude, I was I was watching that overtime where Kutkinami scored, and I was thinking the whole time, like, Campbell's just chilling Yeah. down at the other end of the ice. He's going to get cold. I mean, this is kind of a new scenario for him, too. And I, I was thinking, like, Montreal's the type of team where all it takes is just one good scoring chance. Yeah. And boom, it happens because Dermot does a stupid spinorama. And gives the puck that up. That was so bad. And Kotkaniemi's there. Yeah, it was really bad. Like, and he had a good game too. So like, it sucks to take it away from him like that. But and then like, they pain, lose like Muzzin pain. as well. The next game after that. I mean, it did. Yeah, yeah. It see that's one. That's one contributor to the their their loss, right? Like they lost Tavares as their captain, right? And it's hard to play in the playoffs. I think without a leader, like playing with you guys and considering what happened to him, and then they lose Muzzin as well, one of their top defensemen. Score two goals. How many one leaders? Night. How many leaders do they need, though? I mean, how many? How many? Like Jason Spezza, former captain. Joe Thornton, former captain. Morgan Riley is is a major leader. I don't know about Matthews and Marner and how much they talk. And people have been saying, and I'm not criticizing you for saying this. I'm just I'm just talking about yeah. it. But so many people say, oh, they didn't have their leader. How many leaders do they need? Then you're not it's wrong. Like, They've got, like, Joe Thornton is one of the most iconic captains in NHL history. Jason Spezza was the captain of a very good Ottawa team and was the assistant to one of the best captains of all time in Daniel Alfredson. Like, they're full of leaders. Like, in my opinion, Morgan Riley should have been named the captain. Lots of dads on the team. Yeah. In my opinion, Morgan Riley should have been named the captain. So, I mean, I basically consider him a leader, too. Like, I think I think Riley should have been captain too. Like I, I totally agree with you. He's he was there longer than Tavares was, and he's been there through the Kessel days, man. Like he's those were been tough there. times, tough times. Kessel filled the thrill. Got to miss him, man. If they had filled the thrill, they'd win the they win the Stanley Cup. Well, he, he could score before. on Carey Price. <laughs> yeah, can't score on Tuka Rasp though. <laughs> um, I'm sorry. Oh, um, I'm sorry. Okay, so you're watching Game Seven, right? And and yeah. you're watching the Leafs play an absolute crappy hockey game. Like that was one of the worst Game Seven performances I've seen from a team in a long time. Like it looked like they didn't care. How see, how how angry was that making you? What what was watching that game like for you? See, the thing is about the Leafs in that Game Seven was I had the intention thinking that they were they're ready to win they wanted it more but when it came to watching the game montreal came out strong and way stronger than the leafs and then i saw a, a clip of ben Sherratt saying before the game anything's possible anything's possible and like you don't see that from the leafs or anything maybe they are saying that but like it really didn't show that in the game and it really showed that the canadians wanted it more than the leafs and in every game the leafs it, like they seem slow in the start of the game and they let like, they allow Montreal to get the first goal and 80% of teams that score the first goal end up winning the game and the Leafs didn't do that 
maybe they did it the first few games. I don't remember, but they hardly did it throughout the series. And that's how they lost games. They didn't get ahead early where they, when they could have taken advantage of the team, put Montreal down, and instead they let them gain confidence by scoring the first goal, the next goal, and then winning the game. They oh, Montreal always had confidence, but the, Mitch Marner, he seemed like he was scared every time he touched the puck. Matthews just was frustrated. And, like, it was just a mess. They weren't prepared, and they weren't as, like, motivated to win more than Montreal, and that really affected them. Yeah, I got mad. There, I want right? to... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I want to make a correction. So, Kotkick Niemi, I believe, was the goal scorer. So, Game 6 was the one that went into overtime with Kotkick Niemi. That's whatever stupid name. man I've, I've heard his name too so many times i just Wait, know it which one which one was the who because he scored in both game five and six which game did caught kit score the the winner the ot winner and who scored the other one because five and six both who went over i really forget cotton who was it it was caught kit and who scored the other ot winner was it Tatar? No. No, it was... Who was it? Oh, Cole Caulfield. There you go. Right. The the overtime so, goal scorer, Cole Caulfield. That was game five? I think so, yeah. I think he scored before Katsuniemi. I think Katsuniemi scored in game six. Okay. Honestly, it's really stupid that we don't know. <laughs> it is stupid, but I try to block it out of my mind. So, I try to forget that whole series. It was so stupid. Well, I'm gonna rile you back up. So, <laughs> you see that you see the Leafs lose the game. What? Uh, who are you with? What happened? What'd you say? Um, I mean, I was with my family and my girlfriend, and we we're all cheering for the Leafs. And we we say, why do we do this to each other? Uh, like ourselves every year. Like we we put pain on ourselves cheering for this team. And we always have so much hope, but they do the same thing every year. And, like, I don't want to rip on the Leafs so much because I feel like one day they will get through to the second round. That's all I really wanted them to see. I wanted to see, like, if they got to the second round and got out in the second round, I would be pretty happy. I mean, that's a step forward for the, the organization, but they cannot get past that first round. And that's what we're all saying to each other, saying, what now? What's going to happen? Who's going to be traded, right? Like, that was the first question something's got to change something right? absolutely has to change but what do you, you change can't. you thought it's you, just they thought you had the it, team it, like to win it you know like it, they just don't like i think i think marner's gotta go see that's like everyone's saying that i just feel like how do you trade a 95 point guy in the season in the season or whatever he up 90 plus point guy in the season how do you get rid um, of him Marner, he's a great know. player. I think he's more talented than Matthews. I think you look for two guys making five each, you know, and try and pry them from a team. Like, I think you look for, like, a, a power forward winger, and you look for, like, a, a another sniper, play, like, Marner-type winger as well. Like, two guys that... I was talking to my buddy about potential guys that I think yeah. would help the Leafs. Um... Who were some of the names brought up? Um, I thought Evander Kane could look really good in a Leafs uniform. He would bring something. He's to physical Toronto that they aspect. Don't have. They need more physical players. 
love dude here's the thing about evander kane loves the attention oh yeah loves the pressure loves to lives take for heat. it he lives for that he scores goals he's i mean physical. his bank he's... account's not looking great but you know besides well, that that's, besides that's, that he's gonna be he's playing for a contract <laughs> i mean i was thinking yeah we i i was just you know like what are you looking for when you replace marner well a guy like evander kane would be fantastic um i don't really think it would work out with san jose because of cap issues and stuff and yeah, marner's he, worth he, way more than evander kane yeah he's but, still seven million dollars on his belt right Evander yeah. kane i mean yeah. another guy i heard is tom wilson who imagine do you want to give mitch marner to the capitals no <laughs> hell no man like imagine imagine that happening See, I don't think you'd have to give up Mitch Marner for him. Then maybe you get Tom Wilson for another player, and then you trade Mitch Marner for another player. But that's just so weird hearing me say trade Mitch Marner. Like, I just don't see them moving Marner, just knowing how Dubas is, and I feel like he's he feels like Marner's the future of the team. Um, I feel like they do don't they they I feel like they don't resign Freddie. They keep Campbell. Just to save some cap, because Campbell wants to just win that cup. He he's a team guy. He'll take a pay cut for sure. Um, I don't even know if his con- when his contract's up or if it's up this year, but he any it doesn't matter. Anytime he'll take a pay cut because he he said himself that he wants to win that cup and he blamed himself so much for that. He's such a team player, and I mean saving cap. I mean Freddie, it, it it sucks to see him the last game. Maybe he. He was gone because after after that because he was he was injured and like there's a saying where you can't replace an injured goalie but in this case I think it makes sense for them. Yeah, it frees up cap space. Jack, Jack Campbell, Jack Campbell is Anderson's gone. I don't think there's any way they sign him. Like Campbell, no. hopefully Campbell doesn't follow you know the Andrew Hammond route where you have one spectacular season as a goaltender and then kind of disappear forever. Hamburger. um that's that's my biggest hope honestly is that he you know continues to play because i actually really like jack campbell i think he's a really likable guy i like the story you know he would have been a better goalie if like he didn't get injured all the time yeah Uh, i I think it might be intelligent for the leafs to go for like another cheap goalie that maybe is kind of equivalent to campbell like a drigger type you know yeah who can maybe step in if campbell one two punch yeah right um you know, they have. They think I, about. It, they still have Riddick. Every, yeah. Everyone forgot about Riddick. Yeah, but I mean, I mean, he didn't do too well. How, Riddick is gone, so yeah, he's gone too. He's gonna want money somewhere else. I think somewhere else will offer him money. He's not gonna. I don't. I don't think he's gonna be able to get it, dude. You don't I think, think so? I think Riddick has tanked his value. And I was thinking about this too uh, before we started. That like Freddie Anderson. Coming into this season is probably worth like eight million dollars, right? But yeah. now after this season, after sitting on the bench, dude, like I don't think he's gonna get anywhere close to that. See, I think that's what he's gonna want. I don't know if any team's gonna give it to him, but maybe a team that's desperate for a goaltender will. Like, sit, look at the Edmonton Oilers. Maybe they're gonna want a goaltender, but they said they're keeping Mike Smith. But you look at I keep Mike Smith too. You look at a team. What what's the team that needs goaltending, right? Like there's quite San a few. Jose. San Jose, like they they're having struggles with goaltending. They'd love Freddie Anderson, and they probably pay him. It's just about whether or not Freddie. Well, they their cap is so effed. It is between oh, Burns, yeah, man. Carlson, Vlasic. They're all old like, guys too. Yeah. Um, I don't know, and also like if Freddie wants to win, I don't think he goes to San Jose. Um. Yeah. Yeah, there are teams that need a goalie, dude. Like that's 
Capitals, That's man. Back. Like, I mean, they may have Lungfus coming next year, but the Capitals have Vanacek and Samsonov. That's true. But, I mean, you can always switch that. You can always trade one of them because they're are they going to keep both Vanacek and Samsonov? Maybe trade Vanacek. Oh, I'd get rid of one for sure. Yeah, for sure. For, for sure. Freddie Anderson, maybe he he does well in Washington. You don't know. I'd hate to see that. I'll yeah. be honest with you. I'd hate to see Freddie in Washington, a Washington jersey uniform. But maybe Freddie should go to Ottawa. Oh man, oh that would be tough to see. Even tougher than Washington. That, that would be the most iconic storyline in the history. Ottawa's gonna be Ontario. nasty. Ottawa's gonna be nasty. Yeah, yeah Matt, Murray, nah, Matt Murray. Matt Murray. Uh, Matt Murray's decreases value. Sure. You want Freddie Anderson. That's uh, who you want. I mean, if I was Ottawa, why not, right? Like Yeah. That's that that would solidify their crease, hopefully. I mean, hopefully this season struggles for Freddie. Although, I mean, like, Freddie, I guess, does struggle with like a bad team in front of him. And I know the Leafs aren't a bad team, but like kind of defensively they are, right? Because they're so tilted in the in, in offense. Yeah, see there's... I mean, maybe Freddie goes to Ottawa and gets lit up and struggles, right? Like very I don't true. Know. See, there's one thing I, I, I kind of like. So there's some breaking news out of Columbus. Uh, a guy named Seth Jones doesn't want to resign there. He's so, not going to Toronto. So, so, just hear me out. Don't just say, hear don't, me out. Hear don't. me out. Hear me out. There's they no gave him that whole presentation of that they gave Tavares, you know. We'll give you an A on the jersey. You know. Is Seth Jones from Toronto? I think he's American. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. No, I mean, it's not gonna work. It's not the same. Like, hey, Seth, remember when you used to fall asleep and dream for playing for the Toronto Maple Leafs? And Seth's like, in your uh, in your Toronto Maple Leaf pajamas. Well, where's he from, dude? Seth Jones. Where's he from? He's from Texas. Hey, you know what? You know what? Here, I got a tactic. Say say you're Seth Jones. Yeah. Say you're Seth Jones. Sit down and, and I'm talking to you. I'm dubious, you know. Pretend pretend I'm Seth Jones right now. Like, All right. Yeah. hi Kyle. Um, here I'll start it off. I, have, I, I put my glasses that. on, you know. Hi hi, Mr. Dubis. Uh, I'm uh I'm here to take your meeting. Um, I'm hoping to sign with the Dallas Stars because they are my childhood team. Um, but uh, I, I I'd like to hear what you have to say. So so take it away. Uh. Mr. Dubis. Screw the Dallas Stars. I just what? Th- I throw my glasses. Screw the Dallas Stars. You said, um, you said, screw the Dallas Stars. Yeah. I thought you said so, who are the Dallas Stars. Ex- I was same like, you thing. Same You're thing. GM in the league. Same thing. Who are the Dallas Stars? They, they didn't even make the playoffs. We made the playoffs, right? We made well, the first they round. Made, they made the cup final last season. Yep, not th- not this season. So it doesn't matter. They're nobody now. Now, okay. Hey, look at this. This is, this is this is the way that we're gonna bring you to our team, or you're gonna is want this, to sign is this, here. Is this is this a PowerPoint? This is a PowerPoint. I have it right behind me. Have you have you you have prepared a presentation for me? Good. Okay. Yeah. No, and a little little montage video too, like you know. Okay. Some yeah, Photoshop yeah, me, with you, me. picture of the Leaf jerseys on, man. You look great yeah, in blue. Me. Okay, I'm showing you right now. Okay. Uh maybe. So, although I'm, I've been wearing blue for the past few years of my life, and I'm kind of sick of it, to be honest. This is a brighter blue, all right? So okay. you got a brighter world in here in Toronto. I, I think you're forgetting that I used to play for the Blue Jackets. But now we don't have blue in our name. It's still Toronto Maple Leafs, but like, it's it, it's a brighter blue. And okay. here's here's the one thing you're going to want to sign here for. 
Yep. Edmonton is not that far from here. It's in Canada. And who's in Edmonton? A guy named Caleb Jones? Is that your brother? I think so. So when your parents come down, it won't be that bad. Is Caleb Jones my brother? Caleb Jones is your brother. I didn't... I wasn't aware of that. (laughs) Brace, you're supposed to know this shit. (laughs) I mean, Seth. No, I'm still Seth. I'm still Seth Jones. I'm still Seth. All right, Seth. That that was was my assistant. But you should sign here. (laughs) That was my stupid assistant. (laughs) Okay, sign here. Okay, how much money can you offer me? (laughs) Okay, we're getting rid of Freddie Anderson for you. That's a great guy. Uh, how How much money? Five mil. All right, just hear me out. Ten now. mil? I don't think you could have. There's no, no I said, way. I said five mil, five mil, five mil, five mil. I can get eight on the market, but you don't want to go on the market. It's a scary place. I don't want to go on the market. It's a scary place. Is there man. a hypnotist in here? A, a lot of stress. Why is it? Why is there somebody dangling a loony in front of my face? We'll like give I, you like the A. To, we'll give you the A. I don't want the A. Can you be a poster boy for us. Why does that? I don't. What? Every other poster boy of the Toronto Maple Leafs has ended up with their career in the gutter. All right, Seth. You know what? I'm I'm willing to trade Spezza for you. Spezza, what? he's our best player. He's our top scorer in our, our last series, okay? Why would I want to come to a team where you're getting rid of your best player? Mr. Dubas, I'm sorry. I'm going to go sign an $8 million contract, five-year length, with the Dallas Stars, and my defensive partner is going to be Miro Heiskanen, and I'm going to be playing for a franchise that wears green, by the way, who knows how to make it deep into the playoffs, evidently from last season. Thank you, sir, and good day. And that's exactly how the negotiation is going to go. You know, that Check didn't it. go as well as I thought. I mean, no, Dubis would say it more professional than I did. But... When you can't pitch pajamas, it's going to be hard to sign big-time free agents. Well, like, yeah, it, I kind of agree with you. Like, now that I think it out, like, who are they going to really offer if they try to trade? Or who are they, how are they going to get the money to sign him? It, here's the right. thing, man, with Leaf fans. And this is not an attack on you or anything. You guys are like the Lakers. You guys are like the Lakers of the NHL. You think everybody wants to play for Toronto for some benign reason. Oh, everybody wants to come to Toronto. Why? The team is not successful. Many careers have ended here because of the media and coaching. It is some of the harshest media in the league. The pressure is immense. They don't have a lot of cap room. Like, why? Why would you go there unless, like, you're a hometown guy? And that's honestly Toronto's best selling point. Because if Toronto wasn't such a big city and didn't have so many players... No one would sign like, there. Yeah, Exactly. Like, if Toronto didn't have so many hometown kids who grew up cheering for the Leafs, right? And why they think the Leafs are a good team to cheer for because the Leafs have been so bad for so long. Like, there's never been success. Like, I don't I don't get it. They haven't made a cup final since 1967, which was the last season that there were only five other teams in the league, by the way. I, <laughs> I like, I don't, like, I, it's like, it's like the Lakers, man. Every season in basketball, anytime there's a big free agent, everybody and their mom, all the Lakers fans, even the Lakers themselves, are like, yeah, we're going to get this guy. It's like, why do you freaking assume that? Well, 
I, off topic here, but the Lakers actually lost their lost their playoff series, and it's the first time Dude. LeBron lo- lost in the first Le- round. Le- Le- LeBron, Le going home. Le <laughs> LeBron, like he, like he's he's not. I don't Le- know. Le- highlights. Le gone. <laughs> Le done. Look, can't win with these cats. He, dude, during the game, man, he was walking like he, he wasn't even running up the court towards the end of the game, man. Like he was just standing there. I like, I as, like LeBron. As... I like LeBron, but oh, so do I, dude. LeBron is he's, like he's the LeBron. He's the goat, but he's gonna stain himself if he keeps up these antics. He like, doesn't people... need a super team. No, there's a very good argument that LeBron is just as good as Jordan or better. But oh, people are going to sink him if he can. Like Jordan didn't have these types of antics. Jordan never gave up when he was on the court. Man, he which is turned what it up. Was doing exactly like that. That's a bad look. Like you can't be the goat if you're gonna just like stand in your own paint while your team is running offense because you don't think they're gonna be successful. I don't know, man. It's crazy to me. That is crazy. He, uh, yeah. I don't. I don't know what happens with the Lakers, man. <laughs> Anyways, that's basketball. Yeah, that's a hockey basketball podcast. podcast. Yeah, starting tomorrow. <laughs> Dude, I'm, I mean, I am a big basketball fan. Um, Fourth quarter I watch podcast. A, I watch a fair bit of basketball. Yeah, so it's like, not I can't bad. talk about it. Yeah. Dude, I watch hockey, basketball, and Formula One, and a little bit of baseball. Formula One. That was big fan, dude. Big race coming up this weekend. I'll, I'll tune in. No, you won't. No, I won't. You should, though. <laughs> I should. Actually, my grandpa was very... He, he did drag racing and everything. He was pretty big, big into that. It's on really early in the morning, so what I do is usually record it, and then I wake up and watch it. Oh, well, yeah. Oh, in the mornings? I'm up in the morning, so I can watch it. Oh, well, there you go. It's on TSN. Anyways, uh, what? so yeah, Seth Jones is not... Like, get that out of your brains. Luke I know. Hands. It's like, in our, it's it's, in our it's, dreams. It's in our dreams. I don't know if it ever will happen, but, you know, Dubas has done in Miracles, so maybe he can perform another one. Who knows? Like I said, their best... Their be- and there's nothing wrong with it. Their best pitch is come play for the team you and your family grew up cheering for. Well, Seth Jones is from Arlington, Texas. I'm not thinking that he was a big Leaf fan growing up. Probably a Stars fan. Here's, unless he here's the thing with that, though. Like, they, they did that to Stamkos, and he didn't want to play there. He stayed in Tampa. Look how that worked out for him. I, I mean, it was close, though. It was close, yeah. Like, who wouldn't want to come home and play in Toronto, one of the biggest cities like, in Canada? Like, like I, I think he was very like he he definitely thought about it, which is hard to do when you're like it's hard to make a star player think about leaving their team when their team is pretty successful. Yeah. Um, at that point in time, they were pretty successful. Now they're just unbelievable. But like they were close. Like and, and look, man, like it's a good it's a good tactic. Like Vancouver's done it too. Like Vancouver's like nobody is high profile. But like we've we've definitely signed guys for cheaper because they're from Vancouver. Dan Hamhues, for example, was on a very cheap contract and like was one of our top two defensemen in the the yeah, cup run. He was decent. He was very good, and he took a big discount to come play here. A lot of because we were up against the cap. A lot of guys do that when you can have a guy on your team that's a valuable asset. Yeah. Okay. Do you have anything else to say about the Leafs, or do you want to wrap that up? You know what? We we should just stop talking about the Leafs altogether. Who knows? Who knows what's gonna happen? They got a important off season. Like they gotta figure out something. Dubas has got to work his miracles. Maybe he brings McDavid over. New market boy. Who knows? 
but we can make some predictions in a later episode yeah like for sure yeah like i'll, I'll say one now i'll say one now um actually no i need to think about that i really do okay because no, that's tough to say i it, i really don't know yet i know i know that freddy's gonna be gone that's one prediction i'm gonna make um it's kind of clear i think campbell's your guy better option yeah freddy's too expensive oh yeah okay uh mark shifley suspended four games for his hit on jake evans so this is kind of interesting about that this is kind of interesting because like when i first saw it it just gave me flashbacks of like when tafaris got hit and i'm not saying this is karma or anything like i'm not saying but like it's weird how it was very like similar and i really feel bad like jake evans really took a bad hit and i like luckily birthday (laughs) what a birthday eh? it's been in a hospital poor guy though man like luckily it wasn't a spinal injury it was just a concussion like i heard he's a great guy and um it was a scary incident the thing about shifley what'd you think of the outrage like what like did you think when you first saw the hit did you think it was illegal i thought it was dirty at first like at first when my initial reaction i saw it was dirty when the stretcher came out i was like wow that was such a dirty hit i can't believe he did that actually my initial reaction i didn't know it was shifley at first i thought it was logan stanley and i was like holy crap that guy's huge right (laughs) (laughs) and then i saw it was shifley and then shifley is like wait what like it was fine and it was a clean hit right and then you see ehlers like Holy, good for Ehlers, like holding back. Yeah, everyone. good for Ehlers, man. Ehlers really on him. helped there. Oh yeah. yeah, like the other team, like you don't really like. It's kind of nice to see that, but my initial reaction was, okay, that was a dirty hit. Like he was just going for the empty netter. They were losing anyways. Like he, there was no, um, like no reason for that. But then I look back at it. So this is what I really think about it. I think, at first, it was dirty. So the charge there, like he had the intention to go hit him. And I think Shifley was all riled up from the game. And like, obviously his emotions were high. um, He he had lost his mind during that period. Yeah. He he was all over the place. I would too, if you're losing to the Montreal Canadiens, right? And you're expected to win against them too. Yeah, you wouldn't know about that, that, you know? (laughs) But yeah, he had a lot of emotion, right? So he, like, he was going for it. And... That's the dirty part, I think, where he was he was taking strides toward him and he had his eyes towards Evans. But the initial hit, I don't think the initial hit was dirty. I think it was a clean, like, shoulder on shoulder. But the way it happened, like, when he was... Char- the way he charged was the dirty part of it. And it was unfortunate the way he fell made it look a lot more dirty, too. And the fact that it was yeah. an empty net goal, which you really didn't need to hit the guy. Yeah. Right. Here, here's my here's my take. All right. Let I me think hear if it. Jake Evans gets if Jake Evans gets up, I don't think I don't think we're even talking about this. No. I th- I think I think if Jake Evans gets up and you know there's a little scrum and he's fine, like this this isn't talked about. The thing about that hit is when I first saw it, I didn't think it was illegal. I watched the replays. I watched the slow motions. I saw the freeze frames. Okay. Shifley comes in. He's gliding. Okay, and I'll come back to this. From what I assumed, he was not charging. Um, his feet do not leave the ground until after contact. Okay, so yeah. didn't leave his feet to make the check. His shoulder and elbow are both down. There's no elbow, and when he makes contact, 
There really is no clear hit to the head, but obviously during the impact there is because Evans gets knocked out, right? Um, I, it might have just been from the speed that Shifley was traveling to just cause Evans's body to just like go limp, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then land on his head, unfortunately. But like it wasn't like I've seen like blatant hits to the head. It wasn't a blatant hit to the head. There might have been incidental head contact just because of the nature of, like, how, like, you know, Evans might have been leaning down a bit more and Shifley, you know, the height and stuff like that. Like, the hit to the head is yeah. really touchy because there's t there's tons of hits where it's like, is that a hit to the head? And it's not clear. No. Um, but obviously there was some sort of contact. But I watched that hit and I saw everybody freaking out for a suspension. And I'm like, why? Because it was a big hit that hurt him? Like, I wasn't sure where the rule book was going to say it was illegal. Do I think the hit was evil and vicious? Absolutely. But there's no rule that says you can't lay somebody out, okay? Obviously, Jake Evans was vulnerable, but keep your head up, kid. Like, that that stupid saying. Yeah. I mean, you're allowed to hit somebody who's who's got their head down. I mean, that that's where all of the biggest hits come from. Like, that's within the rules. But here's the thing. So, what... So, the definition of charging, right? Mm -hmm. um, more than two strides. If you take three strides and charge somebody, right? Yep. That's not real. That's not a real rule. That Nowhere in the rule book, I didn't know this. Nowhere in the NHL rule book does it talk about strides. There's nothing to do with how many steps you take. It's yeah. all to do with distance traveled and the violence of the hit. And so by those parameters, absolutely... That was a charge. It's crazy, too, because we all thought that charging was three strides, right? Yep. Yeah, that's nuts. And so, if you look at the distance Shifley traveled, he went over half the length of the ice to hit Evans. He made no attempt to play the puck. And the speed he was carrying made the hit extremely violent. I The hockey guy tweeted about it on Twitter, and I actually yeah. responded to him. I was, I was like... I was like, yeah, like I, I, at first I was struggling to see how the hit was illegal according to the rule book, and then he responded, and he said, it says in the NHL rule book that the violence of the hit can can be used to like if a hit is overly violent, that could be used to for for discipline. So that definitely, a, yeah, definitely an an evil hit, and by definition of charging that we we're, we're all now aware of absolutely charging and charging is not a penalty you see called very often they like no. i can't remember the last time i saw a charging penalty usually so, yeah. charging is when you want to hurt the guy and the thing is too like you make a good point like it's the violent aspect of it where he wasn't going for the puck he was going to go hit evans and if he wanted to stop the goal he would have been much better off to use his stick and play that puck yeah for sure, yeah. Like, like he didn't even have to, like... Like, he could have, like, got there slowly and then hit him. Like, it wouldn't have been that big of a deal, but he he skated. Like, he was he was going full speed. And, like... and But also, the point of contact wasn't his head. But at the same time, you can argue the violent from, like, his, his mind when he was... First saw him going to go put the puck in the net, and he just went for it. it, it I don't know. It, like, it... Now that you explained it to me that way too, and I didn't know the rule book was like that, that it it is a dirty hit. I can deem it that, and 
like it, it was confusing though it was confusing for a lot of people and like some people were like why is that a suspension and why did Shifley get four games and why did Tom I, I, Wilson I was get in that boat. none like I said when I saw everybody freaking out I was like why like yeah. I'm not sure like like okay it was a hard hit with a with a horrible consequence okay but like that's the game yeah. And so I was like, why are we calling for a suspension for, like, a big hit? Like, where did he break the rules? And, you know, now that I'm aware of the definition definition of charging, he absolutely broke the rules and suspension deserved. Four games, I, I might be a little long. I think they're compensating for the whole Tom Wilson debacle by giving Shifley, like, his, you know. Yeah, right? <laughs> like, like, you look at the two situations, right? I think Tom Wilson's is a little more brutal than wow. this. The guy had his helmet off. I don't know. It's hard to t- it's hard to argue that, but they're two very different things, right? Tom Wilson was just situations. being a total jerk, right? like just n- very unsportsmanlike. Yeah, and here's Shifley's was more violent. Yeah, but here's the weird thing too. We know Tom Wilson how he is and how he plays and what kind of person he is. I mean, he may be a different person off the ice, but the, the kind of player that he the mentality he has when he's playing hockey. And then we yeah. see Mark Shifley. Mark Shifley doesn't swear on the ice, you know? Like, that's a true fact. Oh, really? He says frick if he has to swear. He's, frick! He said, I, I watched it. He said that he doesn't swear because he said his mom would kill him if he swore. You freaking fricks! Right? And he's like the he's like the in, most innocent guy. He's the nicest guy. And, like, you think, wow, this yeah, he was really that bad? Like, how does, how does Mark Shifley do this? And... You see, you the lost control. Com- yeah, right. It happens too in hockey. The motions get the best of you, and that's obviously what Straight happened up. in the situation. He didn't want to see him hurt. That's not the kind of guy Mark Shifley is. But no, he made a mistake. I, I think as soon as he did it, I think as soon as he did it, he kind of knew, like, oh my god, that yeah, was a mistake. He's like, Shit. And you can see when he went to the when he went to the the dressing room, he stayed in the hallway and he was watching. Yeah. I don't know if that was for like his own self preservation, but I mean. Bro, if that series goes the distance and Shifley comes back, the, the Canadians are going to lynch him. Oh, yeah. Edmonton already said that. We'll take care of him. Like, he's, yeah. he, we're going to make his life a living hell. And uh, I don't know if he should be saying that, but, like... Oh, uh, whatever. Yeah, it's a, he, <laughs> he kind of asked for it. But now, see, here here's the thing. Um, there's a bit of a weight difference on them as well. So, Shifley is around 200 pounds, and Jake Evans is 186 yeah so he's around like a little less than uh it's like a little less than 20 pound difference right and 13 pounds 13 pounds right and that kind of maybe factors on how hard he impacted him as well i mean you can't really argue that he's not a small guy no i mean he's not no he's not a huge guy but he's not small no so and he he can be a force right when if he wants to hit someone but it's it's i think it was a dirty hit like it, it was it could have not happened. Like it was really uncalled for. Like it didn't have to happen. It was unnecessary. Very unnecessary, which is the worst part yeah. about it. It's just like you didn't need to do that. I mean, yeah, he's paying for it. He's getting four games, and I'm sure he agrees. He probably agrees with the like what he did. He didn't want to hurt him. I mean, it was just the heat of the moment, and the game of hockey does that to you. And I mean, Mark Shifley's not that kind of guy where he goes up to hurt people, right? And Mark Shifley is one of the, I Winnipeg's best player, not. Like even maybe their best player on the team, and they just lost them. One of the best, one of the best players in the league, right? In my opinion, right? No, I, I agree top, with you. Top fifteen, top fifteen player, like Shifley's amazing. And now the Winnipeg yeah. Jets just lost them, and they lost game one. Yep. 
it's it's brutal man it's yeah, so brutal it's gonna be crazy um so yeah um there's the shifley hit hopefully you guys uh give us your takes on that oh i just cracked my wrist so hard i got vaccinated they did my arm oh my gosh bryce is part of the so... part of the squad the vaccinated squad well yeah but yes. i'm pfizer gang oh, so shit. don't talk to me moderna scum moderna gang um, get out of here <laughs> moderna scum um in other news briefly uh Draft lottery happened, and it basically stayed entirely the same, except the Kraken moved up one spot. Because, of course, they do. In one draft lottery, they move up. Vancouver didn't drop. I see I see this as a win. But <laughs> I don't know, man. Going to be an interesting draft. I was reading through some of the prospects last yeah. night. There's a lot of good players. Man, there's, there's uh, some questions saying, is Owen Power actually going first overall? Be- he is. He is. Here's the thing, though, with that. Like, I don't want to get too much into it, but like you also have guys like Matthew Bern- Bernier's or whatever, how you say his name, ben- Bernier, Bernier, yeah, yeah. or um, Kent Johnson is a really good player. Then they also have Luke he's, Hughes. He's Brant actually predicted Clark. to go to Vancouver. Kent Johnson. Yeah, Kent Johnson. He's yeah, a great. He's that's... a great player. He's like comparable to Elias Patterson, apparently. Cool. Um, Man, yeah, Kent. Yeah, Brant Clark though. If Brant Clark's available, the Canucks take him. Oh, he's amazing. That. Yeah. he's a great defenseman and yeah i don't know do the buffalo sabers really need another prospect defenseman maybe not but i mean i don't know i think if you're buffalo you don't you don't start messing around you take the best player available oh <laughs> uh, yeah <laughs> you, you gotta don't mess around man you gotta do th- just things take, carefully there you know? just take the best guy please just take i don't care what position he plays just take the best guy oh, you know man. what i mean yeah, like I don't think they can afford to make any tactical like, moves at the table. Just, <laughs> just don't screw up. You know, that's what they're saying. Just, 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 just take the guy that everybody agrees should go first overall. Okay, if he's Yakupov, he's Yakupov. But at least everybody else agreed. Okay. Yeah, he was so, rated first. To, we're taking him first. There's nothing they did. They did wrong. So, but you got some amazing guys below him. It's gonna be an interesting draft for sure. I mean, Seattle. Yeah. It's kind of cool seeing them go second overall, right? You know, they're gonna have. Well, a great they're possible. gonna get beignets. They're gonna get. They're gonna oh, get yeah. a. You know, but a potential elite centerman, right? Oh, yeah. And we might see the Hughes brothers play together, Jack Hughes and Luke Hughes. Yeah, I think if New Jersey, I think if Luke Hughes is available, New Jersey definitely takes him. Um, then yeah, I, I heard I Jack Jack Hughes said that if he's available, we're picking him. Yeah. No, I think I think they definitely take him. I don't know, man. I'm hoping I'm hoping a guy like Brant Clark slips uh he probably won't but uh kent johnson slips all the way to leaves like at 30 no yeah wait (laughs) do they even have a first they don't have a first round pick didn't they trade it to wow uh columbus maybe i think they did for i don't know yeah that that sucks i think they did for felino i could be wrong could be next year's but we didn't have our first last season, and that sucked. I didn't even yeah. watch the draft, and the draft is one of my favorite things. I, I love was the like, draft. I can't watch this if Vancouver doesn't have a pick. Man, the draft last year was so weird because it was all online. And you just see Lafreniere, he's so serious and all dressed up. And then the picks after that, they're all ecstatic. They're just jumping everywhere. Yeah. Man. It's great. It is great. All right, buddy. I think we can call it there. That was a good episode. Man, I, I got some um emotions out that i needed to get it was like a therapy session almost a good cry yeah just talk to me whenever you need that we can always have you cry on the podcast man you're a canucks fan i'm a leafs fan we cry all the time it's all good i am emotionally dead inside (laughs) 
Yeah, we don't we don't cry anymore. It's just like we cry I inside, but we don't show it. Yeah, we're all teared up. I used them. You used. They're them. gone. Man, are they gonna come out the season, or are they gonna be happy tears next season? I don't think it'll be happy tears. I mean, <laughs> if the Canucks were to win the cup, I think I would cry. But well, hopefully that's happy tears. I mean, I don't know about for me, but we'll see. I just, I just care so much. Okay, take <laughs> us out, buddy. Thanks, thank you guys for listening. I mean, we're already at our eleventh podcast, which I know we said it on our tenth episode, but it's just so much fun doing this, and we really enjoy talking to each other and letting you guys listen to us. Follow on all of our social media. We're posting all the time. Um, I'm posting updates on the NHL on Instagram, so just follow our Instagram, right? And you'll know anything that's happening in the NHL. And follow it. Follow, follow it. the Instagram. Follow it. We're forcing you. We'll break your PCs. I'll bring my rent to screwdriver and break into all your PCs. Follow the Instagram. Smash your phone. Follow the Instagram. <laughs> and follow. And also, check us out on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. We love to see your interactions on there. Like, just follow us, stream us, download us do everything on there and follow us on twitter we have we need more followers on twitter as well i post on there bryce is bryce is busy editing i mean we really try hard for you guys and we're having fun as well and thank you guys for just supporting us make sure you leave a comment if you agree or disagree with any of our takes in this episode uh yeah i don't know i'm just I'm just glad. I'm just glad we got we got what we needed to get off your chest. You know, it's all good. I can. I feel the top of the world now. I mean, I know when the Leafs start playing again, I won't. But we can only hope. And I hopefully I can fix oh, my no. Microsoft Bing back to Google Chrome. Oh my God! <laughs> How does that even happen? Man, Yo, imagine, what's Microsoft Bing? Imagine, imagine your imagine your Jacob and you download Google Chrome and you somehow fuddle something up and now your Google Chrome is Google Bing and that is the most messed up thing and on and on that note thank you guys so much for watching we'll catch you in the next episode see you guys